This is the way. Mando! Season 2, let's talk about it. What's up, people? Welcome back to Blackie Cool. Here we're talking about Chapter 9 of The Mandalorian. I got a little tongue-tied there. Episode, The Marshal. But before we dive into that, if you're listening to the audio version, go ahead and hit the five stars. Helps me in the algorithm, pushes me up, helps get more listeners, you know, bring more attention to it. Also, if you're listening to the uh, video version on YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button and then share it to one to 20,000 people you know. But yeah, we're getting back into The Mandalorian. We're on season two. Just so you know, uh, we're going to talk about the episode, somewhat review, somewhat recap. But we will spoil it, so if you haven't listened to it, go ahead and stop this now. Go watch the episode, and then come back. I I realize I said listen. If you haven't watched the episode, go watch it, and then come back. But with that all out the way, let's get into it, guys. Um, I love the way this episode starts. It starts with um, Mando doing his thing with the child, getting information to get the child back to his people. He's looking for other Mandalorians to help him do that. And he gets a tip that this guy, I forgot his name. I should have wrote this down. Uh, his This character with a one eye, I think somebody semi-famous is playing him. I'm not sure. I didn't look and see who was playing him. That's my phone vibrating. I didn't look and see who was playing him, but I think it's somebody semi-famous. But he's talking to him in this kind of... It looks like a gym, honestly. It looks like a gym. Uh, and these pig monsters are fighting. I, I'm i going to tell you right off the bat, I am not a super Star Wars fan. So I don't know like a lot of little Easter eggs and stuff like that. I know some things, but not a lot. So you guys might have to hit me up and let me know some things. Or key me in on something that... It's very important that I didn't realize. So I'm going to need y'all help on that. But yeah, he's like uh, some underground boss guy. And he's trying to... Uh, Mando is getting some information from him. And he's like, hey, do you know where other Mandalorians? I heard you did. And he's like, yeah, I do. But how about we bet on this fight to see if I give you that information. Or if you don't win, I get to have your armor. And Mando's like, look, I don't do stuff on chance. That's not how I roll, bro. He was like, me neither. And he shot one of the dudes. And then basically, he was trying to get the Mandalorian armor. Mando's like, look, I'm going to try to tell you one time, this ain't what you want to do. <laughs> and the child saw that. He pushed a little button, went in his little capsule. And then Mando went off. Like, this is what I want to see more of him fighting, showing how badass he is. Like, you keep telling me, like, Mandalorian is a beast. I want to see more of that. The first season, you didn't see a lot of that. You saw it in spurts. But I want to see a lot more of that, seeing him doing his thing. And he definitely did his thing. Of course, he beats everybody. He wins the fight in very cool ways. The one-eyed guy tries to run away. He ends up catching him. And he was like, you said you weren't going to kill me. He was like, yeah, I'm not going to kill you by my hand. Always listen to what this man says. Bad guys never listen. Like, yes, I said I won't kill you by my hand. I didn't say nothing about nobody else. But he shoots out the light. And I don't know what these little red-eyed creatures are. I thought they were Jawas. But I don't think they're Jawas. So let me know what those are. But, of course, those things kill him. 
and but he gives him information that there's a rumor there's another Mandalorian on Tatooine. So back to Tatooine we go. Mando goes back to Tatooine. He meets up with that mechanic lady that watched uh, the child first episode. I know she's a a decent actor. I don't remember where she's from. I recognize her, but I can't remember her name. <laughs> and I don't know her character names. <laughs> you know how we do. We forget all character names. We're terrible with names. <laughs> That's just a fact. But yeah, he's asking her, like, what's the rumor? There's supposed to be a Mandalorian here. Blah, blah. She's like, oh, there is a part of the planet that doesn't show up on a map. It got destroyed by George or something. So he's off to this area, and she was like, I watched the child. And he was like, no, nah, I'm taking with me. <laughs> she really likes the child. She's, like, she's trying to buy him. It's kind of weird, but it's a cool little uh, comedy thing for her. And, of course, he's like, hey, lead a, uh, she tells the droids, leave him alone. He doesn't like droids. But now he's softened up on droids because the droid saved his life. I think more than once. So now he's softened up on droids a little bit. But it was a cool interaction. It's a cool callback to other characters. Uh, it, it works in this world. It really does. But then in the rest of this episode, I kind of felt like it was a, a video game where you do a side mission before you go on the main mission. That's how this felt, honestly. I, I wasn't too excited for the rest of this episode. I mean, there's a little cool stuff here and there, but ultimately it just felt like a, a a side mission where, hey, go over here, go here, and you'll get one more clue to your main thing. Which I guess it's a it's a series, so you have to scatter out clues and slowly get them from point A to point B, but make it exciting and make it a reasonable reason why they're doing it. But uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. But let's get back to it. So he ends up going out to this. Uh, old abandoned mining area little town that's not on the map he uses i think he i don't know if it was anakin's speeder or whose speeder that was somebody's i know one of my friends that are bigger star wars friend i'm talking about you rabbit he's like i think that's anakin's speeder oh also antoine you said something too so i got i got a couple people that know star wars is giving me information here and there but it might have been Anakin Speeder. I'm not 100% sure. But he goes there. He's talking to a bartender who looks like he's from the same alien race of the bounty hunter on Clone Wars. I don't know. I didn't hear anybody say anything about this. So I could be wrong. But he looks like that guy. He's just a bigger version, basically. So let me know if that's true. Because if you know Clone Wars is a guy that wears a cap, he's like kind of like a, a, a old west bounty hunter. He has a cap, guns. Uh, I think he has jets on his shoes. I think I'm not 100 percent sure. I think there's two people, maybe. I'm thinking of two people. I watched a little bit of Clone Wars, not all. <laughs> anyway, if you know that, hit me up at Blacky Cool Twitter, Instagram, or Blacky Cool Podcast at Gmail, or hit me in the bottom if you're watching the YouTube version. Let me know. Anyways, he's talking to him. He's like, "Where is this uh, other Mandalorian? I heard he's here." And then in comes a guy wearing Boba Fett's uh, armor. And then he instantly knows he's not a Mandalorian because he takes off his helmet and has a drink. He's like, all right, who are you? Why do you have this armor? And dude goes into, I'm, I'm going to try to pronounce his name. Probably I'm pronounce it wrong. Cobb Vanthro. 
I think that's his name. I forget the actor's name, too. He's a well-known actor. I think he was in Transformers movies, like the first couple Transformers movies. But, yeah, he goes into spiel on how he got the armor. Uh, basically, when the second Death Star, so that gives a, a good timeline of what's where we are in the um, Star Wars universe time frame. That this, when the second Death Star is destroyed, these people came to this town and tried to take over the town and killed a lot of people. He escaped into the desert with that. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the little. It, it's technically an ice cream maker. <laughs> I found this out on another podcast. It's an ice cream maker, but they use it to carry goods in and it opens up. He stole that. It has these purple gems in. I don't know what those gems are. I'm not going to lie to you. But he used those. He got saved by Jawas. And he sold those gems to the Jawas and got the Mandalorian armor. And came back and killed everybody. And then he became the sheriff of that town. And he'd just been sheriff there the whole time. And Mando's like, oh, that's cool and all well. But I'm going to need that armor out you. You can't have that armor. It's disrespectful. I'm going to need that. And he was like, all right, let's go. And they about to do a duel. Super West. This this that's one of the things that I do like about the Mandalorian. It's basically a Western in space. Usually that's what Star Wars has always kind of been, is a Western in space, but they're really leaning heavily to the Western part, which is really cool. I am not a huge fan of Westerns, but I like them. So they're about to do a standoff in the street, and right when they're about to do that, uh the Kyrate dragon i'm probably pronouncing that wrong come it's like a sand dragon (laughs) so sci-fi universe it's a sand it's a sand dragon and it comes and takes one of those big horn animals i don't know what they're called and it just eats it and so they're like hey uh cob is like hey i'll give you this armor but you need to help me kill that dragon and like I willingly give you this armor, but help me kill that dragon because it's hurting the town. It's it's been terrorizing the town, and it, we have to kill it. And I don't know why Mando's like okay, cool, but I guess he they're trying to show Mando's a good-hearted person. But we, I don't know. They keep jumping with his character. Like one minute he's good-hearted, next minute he'll kill everybody around. I don't know. I mean, he's a Mandalorian. He has a mission. I mean, I guess this is a better means to that mission. But at no point in time do he think this guy, he can't take this guy and just take the armor. Just take the armor and make it moves. Um, Secondly, in this episode, there's not a lot of the child. They kind of put, as most of you guys like to call him, Baby Yoda in the back seat. We see him here and there, but mostly it's not about him. Which is okay, because I know a lot of people are having... Issues with so much Baby Yoda, but some people want even more Baby Yoda. So it's it, it's all your cup of tea. So in the process of Cobb and um, Mando going to find, because Cobb knows where the creature is. Yeah, he knows where the creature is. He has an idea where the creature is. On the way going there, Cobb has a speeder, but it looks like part of... I don't know if this is also Anakin's. His... Um, what was the race? Oh, I forgot the names. I forgot the names of the race. When they do the, in episode two, I think. And they do the race in the, um, I forget what they call it, But it looks like a, a engine off of one of those. So that's a little callback. See, little stuff I do notice. <laughs> but uh, they end up 
running into the Tuscan Raiders, which I literally just call Sand People, and I think they call them Sand People in the show. They are really interested. I want to know more about them. I want to know like a big backstory on them. Like I would love a whole episode on just them themselves. But Mando actually knows how to talk to them. He communicates with them with sign language or something. And they are also hunting this dragon. So he's like, hey, we need to work together. Your city of people need to work with them. And it's a whole bring the community together thing to stop one evil. Um, You know how that goes. So they end up working with the Tusken Raiders. They end up finding the dragon. And then this is this is part of the cool episode of the uh, part of the episode that's really cool. They fight the dragon. The dragon spews like acid at them, burns a couple Tusken Raiders. But uh, Mando and Cobb are using their jetpacks, which is cool. I don't lie, it's cool. And they're shooting the dragon, and they have to try to get the dragon out further enough. And on top of the sand, they lay these charges to blow it up. It ends up using the charges blowing them up but it doesn't hurt the dragon they realize his skin is too tough so of course mando has the idea it's like hey watch the child and he goes into the dragon's mouth with a whole bunch of explosives uh and blows it up from the inside right before he blows it up he rockets out really cool uh it, it really shows like he might be super Super badass at times. But it blows up and they, they defeat the dragon. The Tusken Raiders get to chopping up the dragon because they had a deal where they'll help them, but they get all the remains of the dragon. And the other city was the town people were like, fine, that's cool with us. We don't want that dragon. We don't need that. But while the Tusken Raiders are cutting up the dragon, they found this giant pearl. So town folk, you should have been on top of that. You should be like, hey, 50 50, who wants up with that dragon money? <laughs> but yeah, and the end of the episode, Cobb gives Mando the armor. And of course, Cobb is going to be going to come back in another episode helping Mando of some kind. He's going to recruit him, clearly. That's what's going to happen. But you got to lay the groundwork. But he gets the armor and he jets off. In the, in the process of him leaving, you see, uh, I, I believe it's Boba Fett. I don't know how he got out of the Snar pit, or Snarlock pit, but my friend, Rabbit again, told me that he got out like five years later. He crawled himself out. So hopefully, we already know he was cast on the show and stuff like that. But now we're wondering when is he going to make an appearance. And that's like the big Easter egg of the episode seeing Boba Fett. Besides seeing his armor. But now we have to see where Mando's taking his armor. Because I don't know where he's taking his armor, honestly. And where he's going to go next. Because he technically... I'm thinking he assumes that Cobb was the Mandalorian people were talking about. But I don't think he realizes... Boba Fett is actually on that planet, so that's going to be interesting. But yeah, that is my review of the episode. Like I said, I thought it was pretty good. The beginning really was good. The middle, uh, I, I get it. They setting up story. The fight with the dragon, pretty cool. I know the dragon is not very much used in Star Wars, mostly in the books and stuff. So that's a good uh, drop right there. Really cool. They're digging deep and showing us stuff. In live action that they only had us read about. Or most of us read about. I didn't read those books. I'm going to be 100% with you. <laughs> but yeah. Super good episode. I'm really excited to see what happens. I, I'm i trying to figure out a time when to drop these reviews. The show comes out Friday. 
Sometimes I don't get to watch it until like Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> I'm already one show behind. I got to watch episode chapters 10 is already out. I'm going to watch that hopefully today and then pop up a review maybe Sunday or Monday. So I might drop these on Monday. Let me know what you guys think. But thanks for listening. Thanks for checking out the channel. Thanks for listening on the audio version as well. As always, greatly appreciated. Check me out on all my social medias. Blacky Cool on almost everything. Uh, like, subscribe, follow, share. Tell billions of people. <laughs> I, maybe not billions. Millions. Millions is fine. But thanks for listening, guys. And I'll see you in the next one.